good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and tonight I have, woohoo, I have four powerful, and when I say powerful, y'all, I mean powerful women. And these are women with stories, these are women with passion, these are women with education, these are women with poise. And what are we talking about today? <laughs> what it means to be a woman. Y'all know I could talk about that all day, but I'm going to try not to talk. So I want to introduce the first woman of the hour. I'm going to introduce Christy Kennedy. Hey, Christy. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? Woo! Fired up, baby. Fired up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Can you tell listeners who you are, where you are, and what you do? Yes, I am in Tallahassee, Florida. I am an only child, and I'm married to Lamont Ward two fur children, Queenie and Coco, and I empower executive female leaders, those who are designed to find their voice, and I teach them how to find their voice, free their voice, and look fabulous using their voice. I love it. What made you um, want to be a part of what it means to be a woman? Oh, honey, because we are so complex, I tell you, brilliant in all my <laughs> ways. I tell ladies, we are a mess of magnificence. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that. Use it, girlfriend. Use it. <laughs> yes. I love it. Mess of magnificence. I'm writing that down. Mess of magnificence. <laughs> magnificent. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, thank you for being here. We're going to go next to Robin Owens, Dr. Robin Owens. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners who you are and what you do? Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Robin Owens. I'm here in Los Angeles, California, and I'm the creator of the Purpose-Based Decision-Making System. And that system helps high-achieving women, entrepreneurs, and leaders to get more done, enjoy their work, and have a greater sense of purpose. And I noticed there's a theme already with the panel, purpose, authenticity, and that's part of my work, too. I'm author, speaker, and coach, and just love the work I do. Love, love, love it. <laughs> it's so crazy when we love what we do because it's not a job you know my husband jokes all the time he's like what do you do all day and he, he comes in and sees me talking to to women and he thinks we're not working yes we're working we are working <laughs> we are first and foremost working on ourselves and yes. they want us to work on ourselves because we have to work on ourselves so that they will work on themselves and so that we can all be happy together and so um <laughs> That theme is so, so real because, you know, for the mo most of us and, and you guys, I keep hearing you talk about um, high achieving women and um, entrepreneurs. And I think that that is so profound because a lot of us and as women, you know, the self-concept starts so early, but it's really not defined until we're about 35. It's like, I know I had a midlife, midlife crisis at 35. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I don't have any excuses. <laughs> and I'm supposed to have this together by now? Yes. And it was like I was in the middle of a divorce and I had three kids and I was like, okay, I don't think I'm anywhere that I was supposed to be. But technically I had gotten pretty far. But, you know, that that doubt, that fear, that that fear of failure, like all of that started just kicking in and kicking my butt. And, you know, life has a way of doing that. So mm -hmm. to the point of being purpose driven, we need each other because life, it, it, it sure, it sure, it could chew us up and spit us out. Yeah, yeah, and I think your story is common. Many of us have gone through that moment. You know, all of us at some point in our life have gone through that moment. So yeah, your story is a testimony. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the sad thing is that's what I want women to understand is that it's normal because every woman gets to that point and they're like, they have this breakdown and they think that they're the only ones doing it. And I really try to let women understand that what they're going through is the same thing that most of us do, you know, and that it's okay, but just don't stay there. Absolutely. Mm. All right. So I know we'll get back to that. So I want to go ahead and introduce Sunae. I'm going to mess her name up. Sunaina. <laughs> Say it again. Sunaina. <laughs> Sunana. I'm gonna have to make a song about it. Like here, here it goes. Sunana. Can you tell listeners who you are and what you do? Of course. I would love to. Um, my name is Sunaina. Um, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I live here with my boyfriend and our little fur baby, French bulldog Walter. <laughs> um, we absolutely love it here. Um, I'm the owner and founder of She Shines Authentically. I focus on empowering females to live their authentic self with the three pillars that I've followed as I figured my authentic self out through mind awareness, spirituality, and healthy habits. I lived the approval life for the first 10 years of my adulthood, and for the past five years, I've kind of broken away from it, and I've started to live my authentic self, and let me tell you, it's rewarding, empowering, and it's just really freeing. And I just felt so incredible. And I want other females to fly out of the walls and the cage that they're stuck in Mm -hmm. and live in authentic wind. You know, I want everyone to feel free. I want, you know, women to feel like they can do things and they don't have to worry about approval. We're just so stuck in this like rut of approval of what is this person going to say? And the walls, the prison walls that I was stuck in was guilt trip, manipulation, perfection, expectations. You know, and where does that get you? It doesn't get you anywhere. You know, it kind of pulls you down as a human, as self. And, you know, we all were created for with a purpose and to be ourselves. You know, like some, you know, someone had mentioned earlier, we're not robots. That's not how we were created. And that's not how we should be. So that's just what I'm out there trying to do. Everyone live your authentic self. <laughs> and she said, like, it's easy. Just do it. Just do it. Just live your authentic self. Break free. <laughs> well, it did take me a while to build a strong foundation to get to where I am. So it's the truth. We're all saying the same thing. And and a lot of people are like, you make it sound like it's just whatever. Just forget about this and forget about and and to a degree it is, but that's part of healing. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so it it and, and a lot of people avoid that. And as long as you avoid that, you are you're pretty much paralyzing yourself. You, you can you can have the best business concepts, you can have the best relationships or connections, but they're not going to be whole relationships because you're not whole. So um, all of those misconceptions, I'm sure we are going to tackle that. So I want to introduce the last panelist uh, before we really get into the meat and potatoes. I want to introduce uh, Keisha Montflory. I don't know if I ever say your name right, but I've been yeah. saying it that way for a long time. Um, <laughs> you said around... <laughs> Can you tell listeners who you are and what you do? Yes, yes. Okay, so um, I'm Keisha. I like to say Keisha M because of that, because people are like, well, how do you say this? So Keisha M, we make it a little bit shorter and easier. Um, But I'm a confidence coach for girls, and I host interactive workshops and programs for our girls to be able to um, practice the skills necessary to live a healthy lifestyle for herself so that she's able to be um, a good friend, a good sister, a good um, whatever, you know, roles that she has in her life as she's grown older um, into a healthy individual for others. Um, For me, because I have three kids and I know what what you mean, you know, I'm 
37 years old. I was 33 when, um, when I had got a divorce, I had three kids and I'm trying to figure out like, wait, this is not what I, you know, I envisioned. And like you said, you think that everyone else has it together, but when you really start talking to people and have like authentic and deep meaning conversations, you will realize that we're all have something that we're battling. So I like mm -hmm. to tell, um, and like you said, one more thing, like you, you, it's okay to, you know, um, be in your feelings sometimes, but just don't stay there. You know, like I tell the girls that there's three things, three things, ladies, I always want you guys to remember is one of the most important relationships you will have is with yourself. We will always need to be caring for ourselves, investing in ourselves and valuing ourselves. When you do that, then the other relationships that you have in your life, it will start to flourish because you have taken the time to take care of yourself. You have created boundaries. You are able to see what's needed in and out of your life. You need to kick out who you need to put back in. You're able to make those decisions confidently when you're able to do that, you know? And the last but not least is like, it takes practice. Like I'm not a robot, so I'm not going to sit here and yes, I may have a routine. I may have things that, um, I'm how I flow, but I used to get so hard on myself and I'm like, wait, I'm a human being, you know, like you're not going to wake up every day thinking, okay, how can I have a healthy relationship today? No, that's not, that's not life, you know, so it just, all of it takes practice. So that's what I like to um, talk to our girls about. And I chose this topic to be able to chime in today because it's important for us to me, like to dig into this, especially with our girls so that they, so that they can become healthy women. So all right yeah anybody <laughs> have any have any comments for keisha what keisha said that is rich keisha you just yeah. blessed my whole <laughs> life thank you well <laughs> <laughs> you maybe think about where i've come from as well and what i've seen in the beauty industry i've, I've trained models i've been in the pageants i've worked in day spas and the beauty industry cosmetic sales we're talking 500 billion plus dollars in 2017, yeah. we're set to spend on cosmetics 800 plus billion in 2024. Wow. So I've watched women come in, get $5,000 services for Botox injection. I've performed services, yeah. the freezing, we freeze your fat. And there's so many women buying into a Western culture and they're saying, mm. you're not enough. You, you should look this way and that way. And we've gotten away from you're beautiful. We are beautiful in every single way. And if we get to the place where we start within and asking ourselves the question, I know for me, when I had to reinvent my own life after being terminated five years ago without notice, I said, who am I? Why am I here? And what do I want to achieve and leave as a lasting legacy? Because when we start looking within, those answers are resting right under our nose. And so we can no longer allow society to dictate who we are and what we should do with our lives. That power must be taken back. Ooh, I wish you guys, everyone's head is like nodding. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. What can you yes, say? Yes. Well, we all have been there. That's the thing. We've all felt yeah. that. We've all felt lost in some case. And we're just like, wait, who are we? Let it be, you know, when you get terminated. Trust me, I've been there. I've, you know, sat in those shoes. And I'm just like, who am I? Is this really for me? Is this not for me? 
you know, you go through relationships, you go through family situations, you have, you know, arguments, fights, whatever the case may be, you're just like, wait, who am I? And then as you grow older, you know, I'm going to be turning 34 and I'm just like, wait, I'm not 20 anymore, but who am I? What do I want to do for the rest of my life? Who do I want to be for the rest of my life? Because you're going to create yourself. And I read this quote somewhere. It's like, you've been three different, you're going to be three different people. The person that That's you all were just three. Past, I think I got more than that. <laughs> the, person, the person you were in the past, the person you are now and the person you are in the future. And that's the thing. We're always constantly going to be changing, yeah. but just being innerly connected with ourselves will help us figure out who we are, what we're passionate about, what drives us, what doesn't drive us. When things change, like, okay, what's going to keep us going? You know, like, what are the things that we need to change? What are toxic in our life? What isn't toxic in our life? You know, it can be our daily routine that things need to be changed. So just yep. figuring that out and making those little changes can change, you know, your whole life. And I, I agree. Like, you know, the thing is, I really, I started my conference series on identity because what you talked about was exactly the problem that most women have is that we identify ourselves by our roles, either our title in, at our employer or at our employer you know, all my life, I wanted to be a clinical director. And I, I, all I could see, it was like, I was a failure unless I ever made it to, to that, that position. And, and so therefore I needed a degree and I was a failure if I didn't get the degree and I was a failure if I didn't do this. And then I wasn't married and then I was, and then I got like, so we really associate when you don't know who you are and you don't know your worth and your value, you attach yourself to titles and it could be a man. People will stay in a relationship just to say they're in one. Doesn't mean it's good and doesn't mean you need to be there, but I got one. And I look, I, I never wanted to be married because everybody that I thought was, that was married was miserable. I'm like, you have a ring on your finger, but you're miserable. Like, do I choose door A or do I choose door B, you know? And so growing up, I just remember like, I, there was one day when I realized that I'm not my title. Doesn't matter if you're a wife, a sister, a spouse, a mother, a employee, a janitor, a counselor, it doesn't matter. But when you know who you are and you know what your purpose is, it doesn't matter if it's a job that you have and you go home and you pursue your dream, but pursue it. Don't just be stuck in the meantime for the rest of your life because the meantime is supposed to be temporary, you know? And so I'm listening to this and that's the thing is that women have to know their identity and it's often defined by our childhood or by our parents or our location or, you know, a lot of things that really do, we give it too much power. And when we realize that something needs to change, it's our responsibility to change it, to change the outcome. And if we don't change it, then that's on us. Mm, yeah, for sure. I, I understand exactly what you're saying because my experience, everybody's so far talking about this kind of moment when it happened, right? This change in your life. That, what you're saying, Anika, about identity, for my identity was so wrapped up in my mother's identity. I'm a little older than, than you guys, at least the ones who said they were in their 30s. But right when I was about 30, my mother passed away suddenly from a heart attack. And my, to, up until that point, I didn't realize how much my life was so connected to her life. She told me, well, before I went to college, she said, well, major in business. You'll, you'll get a job. You always have a job if you major in business. So I majored in business. And then she said, oh, you know, get a job, get a job in business somewhere here in town. So I got a job at the bank. And everybody thought, oh, this was a good job, right? Because I was at the biggest bank in town, right? This is mm -hmm. a town in Connecticut. It's like, oh, you got a good job. And, you know, this was before she passed, but here I am now in my late 20s. And I'm like, you know, 
this is a good job in branch management, but I hate it. I had all these people, I had like 15, 20 people reporting to me, people older than me, wearing the suits. Everybody thought, girl, you're doing your thing. This is it, right? I hated it, mm -hmm. hated it. I finally got up the nerve because it was so painful to leave the job mm -hmm. and just took a chance and started on this journey of now, what am I going to do? What do I enjoy? Kind of like what you all were saying already. Find the things you like, that's it. Uh -huh. And I still didn't quite put it together, but then when I was on that journey, that's when my mother passed away. It was like life just pulled the rug out from under me. I, I was lost, I didn't know what to do. Uh -huh. That began the journey of finding me and finding who I am and finding the life that I was meant to lead. And now I can say all these years later, I'm, I'm living that life. And so this is why I do this work because like we're all kind of doing this work. I want other women to know you don't have to go through all those years and go through all that. We can save you some time. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you do the work, we, we can save you some time. And like somebody said, and it takes practice. It's not just a one shot thing. You just don't do the I thing. I love that. Sit, right? Because people expect instant gratification and that's not realistic. Yes. Yeah. So we're all here. We're here. What we have right here is just a power to help all these women that so they won't go through what we went through. Really and hard. I love that you say that because my identity was wrapped around my mother too. And I just, I just released that less than a year ago when I got married to a military man, it forced me to move. And I think mm. it was my best. I, it was, I think God really put him in my life to force me to grow because I was holding on to everything that was toxic that I needed to let go of, including my location. And I used to teach to my clients, you know, in the addiction, you know, uh, center, I used to say, change your environment. You know, I am a great coach, but I don't take my own advice. Oh my gosh. But, you know, and it was like the minute I did that, my whole life changed. Mm. And it was even choosing my friends instead of letting people choose me. Ah, mm. That's a big you one. Yeah. And, and so one. many people, we, you know, we're so worried about lack that we don't, we're not selective. We're not selective with jobs. Um, like a lot of my friends, they call me and I say, don't call me anymore. Cause I've been telling you the same thing for two or three years. You at the same job, you're doing the same thing and you want to call me and complain. I'm not listening anymore because you know the solution and you choose not, not to use it. You know, fear will paralyze you. I mean, you said, Robin, you said I took a chance. And that's the difference between somebody that's stuck and somebody that's successful is that they took that chance. Yeah. And it is the go-between from A to B. There's no way around that. Mm. No matter when you do it, it's going to be risky. Yeah. But that's the part of investment, is that anything that's an investment is a risk. And you got to take it. Yeah, yeah. Preach. And it, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do. You know, we've, we've done it, but it's hard to do when the familiar... The familiar is so comfortable, you can't even imagine something else many times. Mm -hmm. But that's mm -hmm. the thing. Everything is so comfortable. Everyone's afraid of being uncomfortable, but that's where the beauty of life is. It is. You know, if you don't ever become uncomfortable in life, what are you really doing? Mm -hmm. You're stuck there as a tree. Even a tree goes through different seasons of life. Why do we mm -hmm. prevent ourselves from going through different seasons that we're supposed to be going through? What, what we're going to do then if we don't go through those seasons naturally, we're going to sit on our, you know, deathbed and be like, wait, I wish I would have done A, B, and C. Do you really want to do that or make those changes now? Enjoy life. Enjoy the changes. You know, learn and grow from it. Life doesn't come with a manual. 
No one has life done perfect, no matter who, who, what is, or no matter what title a person has. But the thing is, you have to live your life to the fullest. Take those risks. Be uncomfortable. Be all right with being uncomfortable. It's never easy. But once you do it, you're like, wow, why was I like scared of it? What was the fear that was holding me back? It's just stepping outside and being like, okay, it's all right. It will be all right. And just yeah. having faith and trust, I think, you know, I know for me, that's really what's helped me is just the faith and trust and just being connected spiritually as well has gotten me through a lot of things. And, and it's helped me move from that approval life of, you know, that guilt, manipulation and falling for those traps all the time. Now I look back and those situations do come back in my life. You know, that's, you know, to everyone's point earlier, it's a daily practice. Because uh-huh. those life situations will occur again. Uh-huh. That stuff does repeat again. That's how uh-huh. life works. But, you yeah. know, now it's really interesting for me to see those situations and face those situations. But now, like, I have a stand. I have a backbone. I've set my boundaries. I say no to so many more things. And Isn't it, it awesome? <laughs> Don't do it. It's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's it so good. I'm like, like yeah, yeah. could no. <laughs> It's awesome. Like, yay, I found it. Um, ladies are bringing up the word comfortable because what I like to tell people is that we are not, as human beings, just like you were saying earlier about the tree, like even a tree goes through its changes, you know, for growth. But as human beings, we are not meant to be comfortable like that. And I always equate it to, this is the vision that I've had in my head. Like when you're sitting down watching TV and you're sitting on the couch, you have the remote control in your hand and you're just flipping channels. When you're sitting down like that, I, I like your brain is not being, to me, stimulated. And we are not meant to just sit there and to be watching everything that's going on around us. We need to be stimulated. That is why it's important to go outside of your comfort zone. And yes, it's going to be scary. You're going to feel that, like you're saying, like almost on a continuous basis. But once you take that step, I'm telling you, as, as I'm thinking about things right now, then I'm like, well, should I have done that? Should I have done that? But I would not change it for the world. I would not change it for the world. So we are not meant to just be stagnant. And I call it like flatlining. Don't flatline. Don't sit there and walk around like a walking, like a zombie. You have so much, when, a pet peeve that when people say, I'm not changing for nobody, oh, you, ain't, you don't need to be in my life then. Because that is the most ignorant comment that anyone can ever make. If you can't, that, to me, you're stagnant right there. You're ignorant. You're changing on a constant basis. So the fact that you're okay with saying that comment and being like that, then we got a problem. Because I, just like you said, now I'm confident enough to say, to choose myself and have those boundaries and be like, no, I don't need you in my life then. I don't need you. You know, bye. My the only, they say the only constant thing in life is change. Yeah. There's nothing else more constant in life. If you can't adapt to that, you're pretty much toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did a video recently and I and it was entitled Be a Connoisseur of Change, where many of us are connoisseurs of convenience. And when you think about going after your dreams, there is nothing convenient about it. There's nothing mm-hmm. convenient or easy about transformation. It does take yes. work. And you may be working for decades. Who I am today, this is like 25 years in the making. And I feel like I'm just starting to scratch 
supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing and like you said like all those years I remember just thinking last week like dang why didn't I figure this out in my 20s and then I'm like <laughs> well no that wouldn't have made I wouldn't have been where I'm at now you know like it, it it was meant to happen the way that it was supposed to happen you know but I'm like if I was 21 with this wisdom that I got now and mind me I got a lot more to go but I'm saying if I was 21 I would be the bomb you know <laughs> 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 it's so true but you know what it's preparation yeah when i got ready to move here i was a leader of a, of a life group at church and it took me eight years in that church to like just evolve into being a life group leader and even to be okay with god because i was angry at him for about 10 years i was like i'm done with you but i finally got to that point and i was like why did you have me go through all of this just to leave you know i built myself up and when they threw my bridal shower and I left and I said, he's launching me, that was preparation. He was building me up and building my confidence and setting me off to go share it with the world. And I, you know, it's perspective. When we sit and we think about all, and, and, and not Rob, Christy just mentioned something about, um, she said something about trauma and pain and what was it all worth? Man, I think I tapped on every bit of every classification of trauma and pain and toxicity i was just touching and dabbing and licking like kool-aid i was like let me taste this like let me get some. i i could testify to all of it and then i think about it i'm like when you think about it it's funny because i always use this analogy and my son says last night mommy my my teacher got a caterpillar and it's in the cocoon and i tell everybody i even got a tattoo of it and i said a cocoon is the ugliest thing you will ever see in your life but a butterfly mm. oh, that's beautiful. but you can't skip steps it's about preparation you know we go through all that pain and turmoil and trauma and we're fighting i mean we're fighting for survival we're fighting for our education we're fighting through relationships we're fighting for the day-to-day -day. we're fighting our bodies you know trying to be okay i mean from the natural to the perm to the weave <laughs> to the wigs to the makeup and she mentioned the, uh you know about the cosmetics and i was thinking i can't even imagine just hair alone you know, we go through these transitions because we're trying to be 
okay with the inside and the outside and have matched. And they don't match for so many years, you know, and even, and then, you know, like a couple months ago, then I got hit with, oh, you need an emergency hysterectomy. And I'm like, why God? Like I, you're taking my choice away. Like, I don't, Lord knows that I don't want any more, but I just want the choice, you know? <laughs> and, and, and so we go through all of these different seasons and each season kind of tampers, it kind of tampers and, and, and shakes up our self-confidence and our self-concept. And the one thing that I really want women to understand is that you have to have a village. It's so hard to do any of this stuff by yourself. And you have a lot of women who feel like they can't talk to people and they can't share and they can't, um, they can't, um, they got to do it all by themselves and they have their mask on and they're hiding. And I just want them to know that it's okay that there's somebody going through what you're going through. And as we each testified to the fact that we've all had seasons, we've all had transitions. We went from being employees to employers, you know, and that through faith, through turmoil, through trials that we all, um, we all have a story, but I'm going to ask each of you and I'm going to start with Christy. What do you feel about being a woman? Hmm. That's good. That is a deep one. As a woman, when I think about what it means to be a woman, it means to be able to embrace every single aspect of yourself. And not just embrace, but to love. I know for me, I had to learn how to love because Christy was mishandled. Now Christy has to teach herself what's appropriate. What is respect? What is boundaries? What does that look like? What does grooming look like? Because when I was in the world and not knowing my worth, I dressed like I did not know my worth. Mm. I did not groom myself. So I didn't take the time for my self-care. What is self-care? I deserve some time too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this in my life, where I was just trained to be a leader. You serve the people. The people came first. And if you were sick, you came and you served at the church. And, you know, so it was, there were so many messages that I received, but to be a woman means to understand who I am, what matters to me, what is my priority. And I set that. I design my life. I have that power. So when I say I'm a woman, I'm a woman who understands that she is an asset to this world. She's a gift to this world. And I always say that the vehicle is just as important as the destination because we always focus on where we're headed, where we're headed. But if I don't take care of this vehicle, I don't get oil changed, it's going to break down. And I've, I've been there in the hospital because Christy was not drinking water. She was neglecting herself to the point of exhaustion. And so I said, I'm the common denominator in this. If I don't make some changes, I won't make it to destiny. That's so true. And I know so many people relate. Thank you for that. You're welcome. (laughs) I wrote it down and phonetically and still scared. (laughs) Sue, you don't give me credit. Um, Well, obviously the world sees women as this person, this individual that wears many hats. And, you know, And that's where I wanted to kind of step away and, you know, let the world know that there's more than this individual who wears many hats. It's this beautiful, bright person internally, and she can shine so bright on this world. You know, you know, like Chrissy had mentioned, it's a journey that we're on. 
and there's no right or there's no wrong way to do anything. It's up to us to enjoy the process. It's up to us to enjoy who we are, to, you know, find that tribe of strong women. You know, the thing that bothers me the most is women who try to compete with one another. We're not here to compete with one another. We're here to help one another. We're here to empower one another. We're here to, you know, push one another to become better. We're here to, you know, build each other up, not bring each other down. And I think the past, you know, for me, it's like, I see what the world sees women as and what like media and everything shows women as, but then I know my own vision and I'm trying to, you know, make that transition one step at a time, you know, one person at a time and just change you know, not that I want to change everyone's mindset, but I want people to understand what like a woman really actually is. It's a strong individual, not just by her titles, but she's one person herself. She's her true inner being. And that's what we forget. I know I was watching this TV show the other day. It was really nice because they're like, yeah, you're a mom, you're a daughter, you're a sister, but who are you? What do you like to wear? Where do you like to go? What is your favorite? you know we're not here to agree with everyone else all the time and we're not here just to take care of you know the household chores or having kids like there's more opportunity for us as well and we need to take those up and we need to you know shine into this world and really show the world how strong we are as individuals because we're not strong just emotionally to hold up a family but we're strong mentally and emotionally and physically as well and I want everyone to see that and realize that. I love it. I love it. Yes, ma'am. Mm. All right. Robin, what about you? Well, for me, I feel like every woman is here for a purpose. I mean, men too, but we're talking about women in this conversation right now, right? Every woman has been birthed, put here on this planet for a purpose. And it's in there whether we realize it or not. But I think we, we misunderstand this idea of purpose. I think we think it's just this one thing and it's this big thing. Okay, I'm either, my purpose is to cure cancer or my, my purpose is to be an astronaut or it's something that we think is something that's really big. And you have to find it and you have to find it. And we ask kids at six years old, what do you want to be when you grow up? Which is how, how? I mean, put that pressure on them so early, right? And then we feel uh-huh. like we this thing what is it and if I don't find it by the time I'm out of high school or out of college then forget it I'm not even gonna look anymore and so I think we were it's in everyone and as we were talking about our journeys it changes over time Anika you talked about when you had to leave that being there and already built up your space there and then having to leave it seemed like it was something different but really the purpose just takes different phases of life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Earlier, we talked about the tree. We talked, think about the oak tree, right? It started as a, a little acorn. It's, no, it's going to be that tree. It's in there. It's going to be. So it takes all these shifts. So purpose is in there, and it shifts over time. It changes over time. And I would love for women to know that and to be able to try to find what that, what that is. And we talked about it. Some of us talked about it already. What are the things you really, you know, what you really enjoy, your passions, and try to find those things. The things that are important to you. What are your values? And so there's many ways to kind of get at what it is and to follow it. But I, if I have one message to women, I would say you are, you are unique. You have a purpose. Find it. Use it. And you will be happy. Amen. Yes. 
because I think that so many times we let people influence that and we have to not we have to put our foot down and with no apology we don't owe anybody an explanation and I have a feeling that like I feel like everybody has an inkling or a perception of what they think you should be as a woman and that's that's none of our I I now I hated this phrase before but I adopt it now your your opinion of me is not my business I'm I'm with it's it's in my category of no it's in that box of no and I'm pulling it out I'm like yes because I used to care so much what people thought of me and as a woman it's really hard because we put everybody else first before us we put our kids first our husbands first and I, I told my husband the other day I said I'm sorry I'm, I understand what scripture and everything says but we're gonna have to, a little bit we're gonna switch some stuff up a little bit you know because I've my whole life I. I put my life on hold to support my kids, you know, and everything else. And everybody says, you know, self-care and me time. I'm like, that contradicts everything that we are taught as women, everything, because we are taught to put everything before us. And here we are as coaches trying to teach women, it's okay to say, I need this. I want this. I need a break. I need boundaries. I'm not going to allow this. And we have to start being ready to do that and not apologize. And like Robin said, is that when you know, like, I've always been different. I tried to conform to every job I worked at, and I was always the outcast, the black sheep, the problem. Because I thought, I always had an idea, and it was like, sit down and shut up and just do what I told you to do. Don't think any more than that. And I'm like, but I'm a thinker. Like, I can't shut it off, you know? And so stop trying to conform and be who you are and, and you know, and pursue your dreams because your purpose, it shines very early, and we discount it. We discount it our whole lives. You know, our intuition, it comes and we swipe, we discount it. And then we get into trouble and we get into problems and then we have pain because we discounted our intuition. That is our gift. So anywho, I'm gonna stop saying all that before I let you talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, for me, <laughs> for me, Got um, tyrant. yeah, being a woman, um, the first thing that came to mind when you asked that question was responsibility. Because mm. I believe that we, as women, as we're growing into our purpose, as we're navigating through this life, we have a responsibility to ourselves, to our children, if we have children, to our youth, to be able to show them what a real woman looks like and not have mm. this um, false expectation, like you said, mm -hmm of like oh as a wife you need to do this as a as a mom you need to do this as an employee you need to do that stop conforming to what you think a woman should be like could be we have a responsibility to ourselves because like christy was saying like you're you you don't take care of yourself you don't get that oil change that your water is going to run dry and then you're wondering why you're in a and this is no shade against anybody you know i've I've struggled with depression. So you're wondering why you're feeling that way or why you're doing that because you have not taken the time to take care of yourself. You have a responsibility to yourself and to others to be able to be the woman that you're supposed to be so that that girl or whoever is looking at you can know what that really looks like. So responsibility comes to mind. Mm. It's a powerful word because when you said it, I, I felt heavy at first. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's the truth because as women, we feel heavy. We feel yes. burdened. Yes. You know, we have this, people have this expectation and we put it on ourselves too, you know, that we, you know, aren't allowed to be um, flawed, flawed, 
you know, whether that be physical, mental, or, you know, with endurance, you know, with sexuality, you know, all that. So, but you're right. We do also have a responsibility to be a mentor, a leader. Um, We have more power than we give ourselves credit. And I think that's one thing I want women to understand is how much power we actually have. Because there's so many things we fought for for all these years, voting and equal rights and all that. And yes, we're still behind the coin. But when we think about how much power we have and how much we have when we work together. Dangerous. Say it again. Dangerous. (laughs) <laughs> and I love it. You know what I mean? It's a good kind of dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oof, I got chills, y'all. <laughs> and you know, all this stuff is not either or. It's not one thing or another. Mm-hmm. You know, nope. yes, you need self-care and be responsible. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. And, and, and. It's responsible being, it's, it takes responsibility and knowing that to be able to take care of yourself in the way that you need to. Like you said, like all of this needs to be like, this is, this is why conversations like this need to be had because like you said, you have women that fight, you know what I'm saying? Like arguing and bickering and um, going against each other. And I'm always like, girl, you can't do me like I can do me. So there's no competition against me and what I'm doing. So we need to cut that out and stay in your lane. always, I just think when someone is jealous of somebody or when someone is, you know, envious of something that somebody else have going on, I think is a great indicator that you are not staying in your lane. You're shifting. Your eyes are everywhere. You need to stay focused, you know, because you're you. You're you. No one else can do you like how you do you. You have a gift and you have a purpose that no one else can fulfill the way that you're supposed to be doing that. So there's no competition when it comes to you being you, you know? So okay. yeah, that's irritating to me too. I can't stand that. Together, you know, this is a, this is a, a, it takes a village, you know, like we need to work together and everyone needs to bring their gifts and purposes in order to get the message out there. You're right. Huh. Yeah. Keisha, it sounds like you're frustrated because you really care. <laughs> really want to help you. Yes, yes, I just, it's, it's, my passion is with the girls, and when I see that it starts, and I just came, um, I just did a workshop, so I'm on fire, I was telling my, my girls that it feels like, like a high, whenever I do the workshops, that's how I know I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing, like, I really feel like, like a high after I'm done, and I see all these 11 to 14 year olds and i'm like i want you guys to know that you guys have a purpose exactly what you said robin right i I don't see her on the um yes exactly what you said is that you have a purpose and i have come to realize that some people don't know that they don't believe that and if we don't into these girls as young as you know, I do elementary school girls also, but some of those girls, you can tell in their eyes that is the very first time they've ever heard that. The very first time. The very first time that they've heard that they have a purpose. You know, so we, we're, this is a, we, we all have to step up to stop worrying about other people and do what we're supposed to be doing and do things like this so that we're able to stay connected in that way, you know? Anyways, go. I'm sorry. I tell you, when I, I heard Anissa mentioning earlier, even as 
as women, you know, being concerned about others' opinions and mm-hmm. the imperfection, being able to embrace our imperfection, that's where our true power is. I had to redefine what is beauty. And for me, imperfection is my superpower. That's and right. It's mm-hmm. Japanese term, and it's, it's uh, the traditional aesthetic over in Japan. It's called wabi-sabi, which means seeing the beauty in imperfection. And last night while I was at cardio, there was a young lady who came up to me. And she said another woman said to her, because we were talking about competition earlier, said to her that she thought she was pregnant. And you know how insensitive that can be. But this woman, she was literally the most vivacious one of all in our Zumba class. And I had a chance to speak with her afterwards. And I talked with her in depth and found out that this woman, she's working full time. She's being attacked on her job. She's caring for her husband, who's sickly. She's doing it all alone, does not have the support. We're talking about that village. Mm-hmm. And if you could just think about putting yourself in someone else's shoes, there, you would have no room to even desire to compete because yes. if you understood womanhood, it mm-hmm. is a constant battle. It's a constant yes. battle for us to show up powerfully. It's a constant battle for us to take care of ourselves. And we think my self-care routine may not look like your self-routine. Yes your self-care with him because I know what it takes for me to deliver high impact messages every single day. And I know that I need quiet time alone because I battle anxiety. But if you took time to get to know the woman behind those titles, you'd understand, yeah, she needs to exercise about five, six times a week. (laughs) If she's going to keep her energy up, under control, people don't know. Meditation. She needs to be in nature because you don't want to see that other version of her. And so Christy doesn't want to see that other version because once again, we're leaders and there's responsibility. There's a brand now. There's more at stake. So I must take care of me. And as you say, unapologetically, but I want to feel great. I want to look great. And it's okay to be great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And a lot of us are afraid of success and we're afraid of, you know, I know for me, I never wanted to have confidence because I've always had a blurred line between confidence and ego. Mm. And I used to see egotistical people and it used to make me sick to my stomach. And so when I would always, you know, I even told my husband, like, I want to teach a class on how to accept compliments because that's something as a woman that's hard. We don't, we don't know that, you know, I've gotten so many compliments since I started launching all of my stuff and women coming to me and saying, you're infectious, your smile is beautiful, your voice, you're a great host. And I'm like, I'm just not like, you know, you've been bullied your whole life. And you talked about bullying. A lot of people don't think that they think that bullying ends at a certain age and it doesn't. It's in adulthood. It's to death. It's the same things, the, the games that people play in relationships. All this stuff does not have an age. It doesn't have an expiration date. As women, we encounter these things throughout life. And so even learning how to accept compliments and learning how to love ourselves and learning how to do self-care, because Christy, right, uh, self-care looks different because I I will pass out in Zumba. But the thing is, is that we have to find what works for us and and move forward because I I have chronic illness. I have PTSD, degenerative disc disease. I have emphysema. I want to show the world that I may not look like I smoked. I may not look like I have emphysema. I may not look like I have fibromyalgia. I may not look like I was paralyzed. I may not look like I'm disabled, but I am. And so, you know, when you make a decision to not be your label and to be okay with who you are and to accept whatever it is and to be able to walk in a doctor's office, hear what they have to say scientifically and go pray about it and then make some moves and realize that it's not going to take over your life and you still got plenty to give. You get up every day and you make it look good. 
And yes. these are decisions that we have to make daily. And like you said, Christy, I'm good to go to some water. And I haven't seen water in a year. And I'm like, I got to find a beach real quick because y'all need me to go sit out there and talk to the universe and just let that air hit me. <laughs> like, whatever, whatever it is that you need, you have to find your regimen. Because, you know, when you're suffering from anxiety and you're suffering from trauma and you're suffering from, from eating disorders and all these things that we battle as women, we have to find a, a healthy coping skill. We have to. And that's why you need support and you need people. And that's why I want to have this conversation over and over again, because it is not easy being a woman. It is not. Not for the faint at heart. Mm -mm. And I used to be mad at Eve, but it's past Eve now. We we down a <laughs> we we on some more serious stuff because it wasn't just Eve. So you know. <laughs> Anywho, I'm off my tangent. Do y'all ladies have anything else that you would like to say to women about being a woman or anything? Be you. Don't you know? Don't worry about what people have to say or what people have to think. You know, do you? You know, make sure that. You feel an inner peace with everything that you do. Because at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and know, am I happy with the choices that I'm making? Am I putting myself first? You know, I'm not saying, you know, completely disregard everything else in life, but make sure, you know, I know Christy said it too, where it's like that me time's important. It is important. You, you know, I love what Oprah Winfrey says, you got to fill your cup until it runneth over. Like you can't pour from an empty cup. Like, it just doesn't work. Like try to go into your kitchen and take an empty cup out of the cabinet. What are you going to get? Nothing. So make sure you fill your cup up fully. You know, let it be with working out, sleeping, reading, you know, meditating, whatever the case is. Take care of yourself. Mm. It's important. And don't ever, you know, don't think that you have to listen to what everyone else says. That's right. This is your life. And everyone else has got their life to focus and worry about. You know, you can't build your own house you know, up and strong, if you're too focused on, oh, let me see what the neighbor's house is looking like. Focus on your house, you know, don't worry about what's going on in everyone else's life. You know, focus on you, do you. Make sure that you know that I'm living my life to the fullest because you only get one chance to live. You know, just to give it your, you know, you were created for a purpose and find your purpose. Find what really you're stolen. Find what makes you fly out of bed in the morning. And don't think that you're just, you know, tied down to the household things or tied down being a mom or an employee. Find who you are, who that inner being is, so you can shine fully in this life. And do it as early as possible. You don't want to wait till later on to do it in your life. <laughs> Hence her business name, She Shines Authentically. <laughs> That's right, Sue. Thank mm. you. Wow. What you allow will continue. That's a mantra I have adopted for myself. What Say it again. you allow will yes. continue. If you continue to allow it, it will take over your life, I'm telling you. And it is creating a life that you love. It, I have 17 vision boards, five vision books to make sure that Christy knows what Christy wants and not the world telling her what she should have and what, how her life should look. I design my schedule. I am free as a butterfly. We talked about the butterfly earlier. <laughs> understand that at the end of the day, it really is about those choices. We talked about decisions, the power of decisions, and you 
have the power to change your entire life. And it may not happen overnight, but when you start making those steps, deliberate steps, being selective, choosing what's best for you, you're going to look back and see a life that you're well pleased with. So what you allow will continue. You are more powerful than you can ever imagine. And no one is you, and that is your power. Preach. And when people used to say that you allow things, I used to want to punch them in their face. I used to bother me so bad because <laughs> as a sexual assault victim, it was really that statement used to hurt me mm. because I was like, that's not true. But now on this side of it, I'm no longer a victim. I'm a survivor. So you could say that all day long and it, I'm over it because it doesn't control me any longer. So yes, Christy, you are absolutely yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. That's gross. It is. And it, you know what? And when you can wake up and you can see it, it's like, you know, when you're going through those dark times, it's embarrassing because you don't want anybody to know how dark it was. But when you see the light and you're on the other side of it, you are glad to tell somebody about how dark it can get yeah. because then you can tell them, I promise you there's some light here. I'm going to give you a flashlight and give you a glimpse. Mm. This is what I promise you you can mm. do, but come on, keep coming this way. And I promise you, you'll see all of it. Mm. And, and that's how it is. And that's how we got to be for each other. Yes. Be the hope, the hope. That's why I can't, I cannot not tell my story because I remember how many times I wanted to give up, how many times I wanted to just escape from this life. God would not answer that prayer because I said, please just take me on home right now. And I, I said it too. You know, he's building us from the inside out. And I think about the best self-development course you could ever take is to build a business that is building you. That's right. It, it, it's a sense of responsibility, but it's also a sense of growth that you can't get in any other experience. You're forced daily to, to, um, to, to evolutionize. Like, yes, evolve. I was like, what is the word? I know evolution. What's the word? Yes, evolve. Thank yes. you. Special brain. Yeah, and, and it's the truth is that you can't fight it. It's like if you want to get to the next step, you have to evolve. And back to Keisha talking about people or Sue talking about people that don't want to change. You don't have a choice in entrepreneurship. You yeah. can stay right here and your business fail, or you step up your game. You do the research, you do the work, you build the relationships and you do what you need to do to get to the other side. Mm. And that's elevation. And so, you know, for those people that want to stay down here, I'm going to the top of the mountain. So y'all, I'll holler at y'all. Ali, Ali, X and free. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, let me stop. Um, Robin, would you like to say something to the ladies? I say to the women out there, it's in you. It's in you. Everything you want is in you. There's beauty in you. There's greatness in you. There's love in you. There's intelligence in you. Everything you want is in you. And you are enough. You are enough. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take that. <laughs> I have a t-shirt because that that rings and yeah. I have a t-shirt that says you are enough in a mug yes. because I saw that one day and I was like it's so true and it yeah. says everything that you need to hear because mm -hmm. our whole lives we're fighting to be more than what we are we're fighting for that degree that we think we need to get to the other side we're fighting for that relationship or that trait that we think that the right man is looking for or whatever we always think it's one more thing that we need and we're equipped we got everything we need so thank you, Robin. And y'all better listen, y'all. You gonna say something else, Robin? I wanna say that 
in, in, in the midst of everything we're saying here, I just want to keep, because it seems like we're like, okay, women, you need to get this. You need to do this. You, you, because, you know, we've learned, right, from our experiences. But, mm -hmm. but I keep in mind, there's some people just starting out. This is a new kind of thinking. True. And I want them to hear that we come with love. That's right. It's all love. We come with care. Yeah, we have a lot of passion because we know. Like I was mentioning to Keisha, you know, that passion is just and that frustration is sometimes because we care so much. Yeah. Right? We care so much. And so I want I want the women listening to know that when you hear us, we are here for you. Yeah, Each of us right. are here for that's you. Right. And this passion that you hear, and even some of the frustration, it all comes from love for love. Yeah. Love. Because we were hard headed. We had somebody yeah. trying to tell us and we yeah. weren't trying to hear it. Yeah. I know I wasn't. Right. People see things in me, and I'm like, "Who are you looking at?" Yeah, <laughs> like Anika, you're amazing. I'm like, "Who is she talking to?" Right. You know, because when you're not ready to receive it, you dismiss yeah. it. It's like, okay, well, they must have been talking to that lady over there. Huh. So, you know, so Robin, you are absolutely right. There are some people that yeah. aren't ready, but I want women to understand that whenever you're ready, well, actually, don't, because you're not ever going to be ready. Whatever you be. just gotta, you just gotta step your game up and just be ready to accept what's what's out there for you. Because the minute that that first thing that you thought you couldn't do happens. Oh, it's such a great feeling and it's actually addictive. So then you just do more and do more and do more and do more and do more. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. You know, for me, it was last year, January 1st, the beginning of the year. Happy New Year! My speaking agent of four years passed unexpectedly. She was athletic, lived a full life, and we never saw it coming. 31 years old, just gotten married a year and a half, and mm. she change the entire way I live my life. And I realize that tomorrow is not promises. When someone's up close and personal that has so much potential who believe in you, it's like now you have something even greater to live for. Like you don't have time for excuses. You don't have time for fears and insecurities. It doesn't even matter if you have a mold on the right side of your nose. Who cares? There's somebody that needs to hear your message. There's somebody in that dark place that Anika was talking about and saying, I, I just need an answer. And you have the answer inside of you, but you're not going to release it because of fear of what someone else thinks. Then we're doing the world a disservice service because we're holding back and it, it doesn't feed them and it doesn't feed us because when we share our gifts that's how we get fed as leaders and innovators and, and dreamers and visionaries this is what fuels us yeah. yeah absolutely oh yes and it's it's so powerful i mean i know every time i collaborate with another woman and when i come on these podcasts it's like the crazy schedule is like oh my gosh i got a podcast and then i get the spirit and i get filled and it's just, it's a euphoria that you just cannot describe. And it's just being around other women. And I love to find somebody that's good at something I'm not good at. Cause I'm like, yeah, girl, let's do this together. Because that's what it's meant for. We, yeah. We're not meant to do everything or know everything. We are meant to find pieces of the puzzle along the way. And you can't do that shut down and shut out. You just can't. And we're not designed as women. I actually read a story, wrote a paper on the fact that men they join clubs and they do golf clubs and they do clubs. Women do interpersonal relationships. And it actually said that women's businesses fail more than men's because men are focused on relationships. They're just making the money and looking at the dollar, but we're busy focusing on relationships. And I'm like, so what? I, I prefer it that way because at the end of the day, I'm rich. It's not about monetary things. It's about having people to live life with. 
And in business, when you have women to share and to do business and we're doing podcasts and seminars and webinars, I prefer that over the old born in-service trainings that I used to have to do once a year. And you were sitting in there and we're trying to figure out, can we leave early? Can we go to lunch? Like, I'm not listening. Like, I'm tapping out, you know, but, but now you can choose and you can work on personal development daily and you can fill yourself and fill each other. And um, I don't know, I can go on for days, but y'all just give me joy. Hmm. Love it. It's collaborate, not isolate. Collaborate, right. not isolate. Or competition. Yeah. Because yeah. we can all be great. We all shine differently. That's right. I mean, it's just, we don't have the same shine. So, and that's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's perfect. Mm. It's mm. good. Fireworks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keisha, did I ever give you your last words? Um, I, I think I, I can. Yeah. Um, well, for me, like Robin was saying, I want to make sure too um, that everything that we that we're doing and everything, every message that we're getting out for anyone who is not ready at this um, point in time, but it's all out of love, you know. Like because I understand what it was like not being ready to receive um, all of this because I was in such. Um, a low place, you know? Um, so we're here, we're always here and everything, you know, that we do is out of love. But I always like to leave um, the girls and, you know, when I'm when I'm out speaking with the three main things is that number one, one of the most important relationships you will have with yourself is with yourself. And I drummed that in because I think they said it takes us like seven times to see something before we actually you know and we have to write it down before it comes into you know our psyche so i just want to make sure that we know that it's very important to take care of yourself it's very important to invest in yourself and it's very important to care for yourself in that way so that you're able to collaborate and have those healthy relationships with others and just we're not robots ladies like and i'm speaking for myself whenever i'm saying this you know like we have to get to the point where we understand that we're always evolving. Like you were saying, like all of this takes practice. So don't be so hard on yourself, you know, just please, please give yourself a chance. Mm, love that. Yep. Listeners. I hope you heard that. Give yourself a chance and don't forget that you have to practice. Um, I want to thank you ladies for being here. This was amazing. Yeah. You know, when I thought about what it means to be a woman, I was like, that could go on and on and on and mm-hmm. on and on. Like, it depends on what, you know, what aspect we're talking about. There's so much, you know, and I think Christy opened it up and said, mm-hmm. we're complex. And when my husband says, I get so offensive, I'm like, what? No, we're not. We're simple. We say what we mean and we mean what we say. And that's it. Like, if you listen, everything's fine. But anyways, we really are complex because we were designed that way. I think it was because we were designed to hold and withstand a lot. We are survivors in every way, shape, and form. And I want to thank you guys for being here too. And I hope we reach the masses because I want women to know that you're perfectly imperfect and we're all custom made. Mm. So thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful ladies. All right, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika Wilson. Stay powerful.